Well, it, it basically means that you know David Montgomery's tenure as president is over. He's not going to be involved in the day-to-day baseball operations like he had been in the past as president, where you know the GM goes to David and says, "Hey, we are interested in signing." Uh, Jonathan Papelbon, and this is the amount of money it's going to cost us, sir. We're going to interest in signing Cliffley. This is the amount of money it's going to cost us. David ultimately has to say yes or no, go ahead, spend the money. Uh, so he's not going to be involved in baseball decisions anymore. It's going to continue to be Pat Gillick. I don't know for how much longer. He told me yesterday he's willing to st- stay on as long as ownership wants. I tend to think it might only be through the season or you know, uh, through the end of the year. I don't think he wants to stay on and, and do it for a long period of time. But he will remain in charge of the baseball operations side, and much like David was, uh, he is now. So Ruben will go to him and say, hey, you know, we have a trade on the table for player X. What do you think? He says, I like it, let's do it, or, or no, I don't like it, find something better. So uh, Pat, Pat remains in charge, and he's going to be very, very involved, I think a lot more involved than David Montgomery was and how this uh, franchise is going to try to rebuild. So now, uh, basically, there's a lot of debate now, in, I guess, in the city of whether or not Gillick is, uh, you mentioned, is he here for the long haul? And if he's not, what's next? And if he is, is he the right guy at 77 years old to lead you back through a rebuild? Uh, how how long will he be in, in this thing? Is he in for the long haul? I don't think he is in for the long, long haul. I think because of his age, I think he's a transitional guy. Um, is he able to kind of reconstruct this team? You know, Pat is 77. Yes, um, the guy. The guy is still very sharp. He's still he's still very much with it. And uh, you know, the guy's in the Hall of Fame. He's got a ton of credentials. And so I think if you're going to roll the dice on a on a kind of a a transitional type of president, a guy to kind of get this organization turned around, I think he's a good guy to kind of bet on. But you know, obviously, long term, they need to find somebody else for that spot. I don't know if it's going to come internally or not. It would be very unphillies like to go outside the quote-unquote Phillies family to fill that president's job, but um, it certainly would behoove them, I think, to at least look outside and see if there's something better than any internal candidates they might have. You know, that's interesting that you say that because much like the Eagles did today, they hired a 30-year-old guy. I mean, that would be unheard of on the Philly side. Do they have any young guys maybe coming through the pipeline that you'd say, you know, hey, two or three years down the road, I could see this guy taking over as the team president? Well, you know, a couple of guys that they have, I mean, one one name that comes to mind immediately is Dave Buck. He's a senior vice president. He's the guy that put together the the two and a half billion plus deal with Comcast. So he's a guy I think that when you talk to people inside the organization, they go, well, Dave, Dave Buck could probably get a, get a shot at being team president. Certainly he's, he's on the younger side of things. And then, um, but other than that, you know, there's, there's a couple of guys, John Nicholas is the, is the senior vice president uh, with the Phillies. He might be a possibility. Mike Stiles is kind of running the business side of the Phillies right now, but I don't know how interested he would be in that position. So they have a couple guys inside, but you know, uh, John Middleton, the, one of the Phillies owners is certainly a lot more involved with the team these days than he ever has been in the past. And so maybe he will exercise some of his influence and, and say, Hey, you know what? Let's, let's not only look at the inside guys, but here's a couple outside guys I want to take a look at. Todd Zalecki, MLB.com. Looking at the Phillies off season as they're getting ready, obviously to go down to spring training in about 20 days. And obviously uh, this Jonathan Papelbon thing, is it still out there? He's obviously still here. Will he be here in 20 days? 
I think that the Phillies are very motivated to move them, and I and I wrote this the other day. Um, they're still talking to the Brewers and the Blue Jays, and I'm not, that doesn't mean a deal is going to get done. But there were the reports late last week that they were in serious discussions with the Brewers, and then also in the next couple of days, you, you heard a lot of read a lot of reports that says, ah, you know, it's probably not going to happen. But they're still talking, so it's not as dead as I think it ha- as it had been reported. And I say it because again. They're still talking. If if the deal was dead and the Brewers or the Blue Jays said, you know what, we just can't. We're so far off. Let's just go in a different direction. Okay, then I would I would agree. But the fact that they are still talking means that they feel that they can somehow get to the middle and reach an agreement that they're not totally like wasting each other's times. So I, I think there is a decent chance that Papelbon gets traded before camp opens I think that's what he wants I think that's what the Phillies want and I think that's what the Brewers want they need a closer what are some of the holdups here obviously he's making 13 million but uh what are you know if you're a Phillies fan too and you're trading Pavlon who let's be honest had a pretty good year last year are you anticipating getting something in return or is this just get get him out of our hands and let's you know cut our losses no, I, I don't think they're – this is not a salary-dumping move. Certainly they want to save some salary by trading because they're not going to eat the entire contract. But they're not – this is not a team that goes that needs to go, all right, and we need to shed all of our payroll right now uh, or, or, or just move some players just to move some players and, and we just want to get rid of them just to get rid of them. So I think they're willing to eat some money, not all of it. But I also think that they go. We're not just going to give them away. We're not. We're not desperate just to get rid of guys. So they want to get something of value in return. Because, and I know that. And I know a lot of people say like, we got to make Ken Giles a closer. Like right now, he has to be the closer. It's, it's ridiculous if he's not. It's not going to cripple Ken Giles' development to be the setup guy for the first three months of the season if they can trade Papelbon in July, for example. So I, I think the Phillies are looking at it that way. Like. We're not just going to give this guy away, just like they're not going to give away Cole Hamels. Now, I think they would give away Ryan Howard just to save some money. But, uh, you know, those two guys, Hamels and Papelbon, are two guys that they want to get something of value in return. Now, Howard, obviously, you know, you mentioned they would probably just uh, cut ties with him. If somebody wanted him, they would give him to him. But are they prepared to enter camp with him if nobody wants him or do you think at the last minute they could say you know what we tried we couldn't get anything done we're gonna have to cut him no i i don't think they're going to release him you know i don't think they're going to eat 60 million dollars and i i say that because uh they don't have ryan howard uh, 2.0 in the minor leagues now I, you know darren ruff is a guy that could play a little bit more at first base and michael franco could play some at first base but they don't have that can't miss prospect uh, at first base that is just like waiting the wings, like please, please give me a shot to play first base. So I don't think they're going to eat sixty million dollars. Let me put it this way: they're not going to eat sixty million dollars to give Darren Ruff, you know, two hundred more at bats this year. I just don't think that they they view him in that way. Um, so they're going to. What I can see them doing is saying, "All right, well, we can't find anybody for him. We're just we're going to play him early this season." Maybe now he's got a clearer head. The, the family issues have been resolved. The, the court settlements have been taken care of. Maybe he's got a clearer head. Maybe he comes out and produces. And then if he produces, then maybe we can trade him in July or maybe we can trade him at the end of next season. But I don't see them just eating money and just saying, you know, we'll just, we'll just eat $60 million, walk away. 
Uh, Todd's Lucky, MLB.com. Talking some Phillies here as they get ready in 20 days. Uh, Franco, you mentioned there's some people that I guess are interested or in, the fans are intrigued to see him play, but it sounds like the Phillies want to start him down in the minors. Is that where you think he'll start? I, I do think that he will start down there. Uh, I think they want to get another look at Cody Ashey. And, you know, if you start Michael Franco in the minor leagues, it delays his free agency down the road and it delays his salary arbitration down the road. And if they're not trying to win right now, um, you know, I think they're looking at it part, partly that way. But I think they want to give Cody Ashey a good, honest look at third base to start the season, give him some regular at-bats. Now, they could start both – both of those guys could start the season with the team, but I think they want to have Michael Franco uh, play, get every day at-bats, and continue his development. And, and the guy's still very, very young. So, it's not – again, it's not like this guy's 26 years old and has been in minor leagues for eight years. He's, he's like 21 years old. Um, they love – they do love him a lot. They think he's going to hit. They think he's going to be productive, but I don't think they're in a position where they're like, we've got to rush this guy up and get him going right now because he's the missing piece. Like, again, they're not trying to win this year. Um, or they don't expect to contend, I should say. So uh, how they handle guys might be different than how you might normally hand them in other seasons. You know, obviously this team had a plan to try to get younger and start to peel some things off. Do you think, Todd, that they've done a good job this offseason? If if this is step one of the plan, did you like the first year of what they tried to do? Uh, it, it's it's a it's a start. It's certainly a start. You know they they've traded Jimmy Rollins, Marlon Bird, and um, Antonio Bristardo. They got four minor league pitchers. Uh, not bad. Certainly, it's not going to turn around an organization and, and get the Phillies. You know they're not going to win ninety five games next year or the year after that because they of the, these four minor league league pitchers they got. But I like the fact that um, the the guys they got back seem to be a high quality guys. Again, they're just prospects, so. None of them could pan out. All four of them could pan out. You know, it, it's it's impossible to say right now. But I like the fact that they finally acknowledged at least that it's not happening. This team is not good enough to win as it is, so you got to go in another direction. So I like the fact that they finally came to grips with it, and they're finally moving in that direction of rebuilding and getting rid of some of these older veterans. You know, I think that they still want to trade Hamels. They obviously want to trade Papelbon. They obviously want to trade Ryan Howard. If Cliff Lee is healthy uh, to start the season, I, I would expect him to be gone by July 31st. So there's a lot of things they can do to kind of jumpstart this process and get them going. But, I, again, I like the fact that they're finally going. They're not, they're not, they're not trying to kid themselves anymore, you know? Right. I'll leave you with this one, Todd. As Ryan Sandberg said last week, there wasn't very good communication between him and the players. And, you know, that, uh, I don't know, that, that some of the veteran players maybe didn't do a great job of uh, being leaders to the younger guys. Do you think Sandberg then is the right guy to work with younger players? Do you like him in that role? I think it'll be easier for him. I, I For whatever reason, I thought there was some reluctance on his part to – to deal with the veterans in the clubhouse and uh, you wouldn't think that would be the case but it but it was the case and he basically acknowledged that he didn't do a very good job communicating with his players last year I think he'll find the road easier with younger players without you know $150 million in the bank account or $75 million in the bank account and all-star appearances and World Series rings I think he'll find the road smoother with um, dealing with the Cody Ashey and Michael Franco and Justin DeFreitas than a Jonathan Papelbon, a Marlon Bird, and a Jimmy Rollins. So, and, and an AJ Burnett. Those guys are all gone. So, uh, but one thing is clear: I think he definitely needs to step up and do a better job communicating with his players. It, it was not a good situation last year at times, 
you saw that he ran into he had run into with Jimmy Rollins and Ryan Howard, and he heard other players make comments during the season. AJ Burnett. So uh, that's something that definitely needs to improve because you know he's he's definitely with the uncertainty with uh, Ruben's situation. His his contract is up after this year. New GM. If there's a new GM, then there's probably going to be a new manager. So he really needs to kind of improve at at his own job. <laughs> that's a tough spot to be in with this roster too. We'll see. Yeah. Todd Zalecki, MLB.com. He's at Todd Zalecki on Twitter. Twenty days until you guys are going to enjoy the weather for at least a month and a half, right? <laughs> it's a right, jur- exactly. it's a journey down there for you guys, man. All right, bud. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, it is. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, Mike.